Hello, my fantastic faction of followers, fans, and freaks of fun Fanacom festivities. How did I fuck up my own intro? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew Ziploc. it was coming. I was waiting for it. <laughs> I am Ziploc Bob, one of the two hosts of Sequel Syndrome Podcast, a talk show about video games, their culture, design, and psychology. Now I shall pass you over to our Master of Ceremonies, our Commandant of Commemoration, and our Supervisor of Showmanship. This is... Hey. Um, today we are talking about streaming competitive games. Before that, we brought in somebody who I've streamed with, played with, who does almost exclusively competitive games, or at least used to until he started playing Alien Isolation. Sparia. <laughs> <laughs> How's Hi it going, guys. Spar? Yeah, good. Yourself? Oh, oh, I'm doing fine as frog's hair. Um, I'm just recovering from the long week and still bracing myself through this crazy steam cell. Brace your wallets. So, Spar, what have you been playing lately? Uh, so, some of you already know this who uh, got me on Steam. I've been playing a lot of uh, Death Garden um, from the developers of Dead by Daylight. Having a lot of fun with that. Very competitive. Or at least it will be eventually. I think that's the aim game, uh, the end goal. Um, and I've been doing a lot of single player horror nights. So, to bring you back to Alien Isolation as an example. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I have always known you to, to do like PUBG, Fortnite, Dead by Daylight, and then all of a sudden I see you in Alien Isolation and whatever the other game you were playing, I forget what it was. It was like a VR game of some sort. Uh, Paranormal Activity? Yeah, that. Yeah. And I'm so, just you know, like, when did this happen? <laughs> everyone that kind of knows me for kind of first person shooters, um, but what they don't know behind closed doors is I am terrified of anything spooky. spiders spiders anything that jumps out noise in the in the dark um and i thought what better way to make people laugh is for them to see my actual fear um personified on stream so that's why i went with the alien isolation um the layers of fear um and there oh, is a clip out there I, I'll, I'll link you the clip where my brother sneaks in as i'm immersed into this layers of fear game <laughs> And he what a dick. Jumps, and he jump scares me. What part, lit- what part in the game was this? Uh, this was near the beginning. So I was going down a long corridor, and I was literally eyes glued to the monitor. <laughs> I didn't even see him out of my peripheral vision. He just jump scares me. <laughs> and the next thing you see on the cliff is me leap out my chair and chase him. <laughs> what you don't see is the four punches that I gave him off camera. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something I would do to my one of my sisters or my brother. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know anybody who has a really goofy fear response at all. Nope, nope, not yeah. at all. <laughs> I scream like Homer Simpson if he was a girl when I get scared in Dead by Daylight. <laughs> nice. Like, it's like this crazy little, ah! shit. <laughs> it's really high-pitched. Uh, I, it's, not I, like, it's not so much the scream for me, it's more the, the reflex. It's like... Yeah, yeah. I don't uh, like. I tense up, and I'm just like, like jazz on. It's like I'll do a quick screen. I'll do a quick jump, jump up, but my hands do not move move from this because I'm like, nope. Need to get away. Need to. Nope. I am noping the out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I am doing all that I can. Um, yeah, man. What have I been playing? Wait, I played. I actually did make time to play one game this week. That that's actually impressive. Um. It was like uh, 
Van Helsing final cut or something like that. It's this weird gothic styled action RPG. Yeah, uh, Incredible Adventures. Yeah, the Incredible okay. Adventures. Uh, Which one? One or two? Uh, final cut. So I think it's a version of one, but like a director's cut of it. See, I have them one and two, and whenever I play them, I get like weird graphical issues. Like I've, textures I've, will disappear and things like that. I've had no problem with the Final Cut version, so. But yeah, I wound up buying a bunch of action RPGs because I'm like, man, I remember how fun this was. I remember like actual story-driven ones like Icewind Dell and stuff like that. Like you know, classic computer RPGs, but this one's a little bit faster paced. But it's okay. not not as fast paced as like say Diablo, to where you become a god. <laughs> Basically, at the end of that the game. Uh, no, no. Like, Diablo 1 was like that. That's been before they established Nephilim. Like, you... It's a trope in that game. It's like, no, once you get, like, you know, a couple of Stones of Jordans, and you're going to... You're going to walk into a room, if, especially if you were, like, a Smiteden, which is a Paladin that uses Smite, and your main weapon is a shield. You walk in... Pop Smite, and everything just turns into just red jelly. Like, like you're if this was D and D, your turn undead skill would be so good you could walk up in, uh, into a necropolis and just go. I turn the undead by the holy whatever, whatever, and bam, Disney World, because <laughs> you're just that viciously overpowered. The fun is the journey getting there. See, I think the fun is 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 knowing that you've, you've achieved that. You've put all the time in and the effort. So to be able to go into a room and do that, you get a sense of achievement and accomplishment. But yes, I've wiped an entire room of 50 creatures <laughs> in one button. Bring it on. And then it, it kind of beefs up for the next challenge, which at some point you get to a point where there is no further challenges. Yeah, you're like, what's next? Nothing. Beat the game now. I'm like, but... Aww. <laughs> but then you turn around and you have games like um, Path of Exile where you hit level, like level, you hit Act Two or right before the end of Act One. Oh, that horrible spot! That and then they spike. and and then they summon like they stick the God Emperor on you, and all of a sudden he's just pimp slapping you all around the room with him and his little soldier thingies, <laughs> stone statue soldiers. Never played Path of Exile. It's a f- okay. You ever played the second Diablo game? Uh, I have, yeah. Okay, imagine if they made Diablo three in that style. Okay. It's anything they sell, they don't sell power directly. The closest thing they come to selling power is that they you can buy more storage slots for your town bank. Yeah, your bank, your your guild mm-hmm. stash, your your personal yeah. stash. But outside of that, it's all all cosmetic, so I'm really fine with doing that. Um, yeah, you don't know me that well, but one of my big pet peeves is, yeah, it's free to play. And I'm like, okay, that's awesome. Yeah, and you can buy this cool armor. Is it cosmetic only? No, it does this and this and this. And I'm like, you just ruined your game. Because if I'm playing a free-to-play game, I'm broke. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I am not I, a whale. I, I'm I'm part of the ecosystem that feeds the whales because they I make them feel important. Because they got the flashy stuff and I don't have it, but I don't care. I'll put in the time and become a, and you know do that. 
level up the hard way and stuff. Like, I'm even fine with them selling stuff like, oh, you gain experience at a faster rate. It's like, because that just kills time. Right? But, let's move on to the wonderful, wonderful sponsors, which is actually you guys. Through stuff like Gatherbot by Opera Event, which is the bot that we use to fund the show, whether it be through the free tips program where you get to use mobile games or such just for donations to stream directly to Gatherbot. It's how everything's supported so we don't turn into a shill like, you know, me going, hey, Razor, like I buy like literally everything you put out. Could you give me some money so I can buy more of your stuff? <laughs> who, is, who else sponsors us? Says. We're also sponsored by, we also are, don't know if we're sponsored by, but we want to give a special shout out to anyone who cheers, subs, and uses Twitch Prime. Twitch Prime is a way you can watch this ad free by linking your Twitch account with your Amazon Prime account. And you can even use it towards like people like Spara here. It's like, please, I do need a new pair of shoes. So, uh, <laughs> spare change, anyone? Spare change? Instead of any change. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm like, you got the wonderful manly beard, but if you like, you know, like messed it up a little bit and got a coin cup, <laughs> you'd have to mess up the hair too, though, because I, I'm, I'm the jealous. Hair, the hair game's on point. <laughs> like my, my hair game game is on jumping off the point. Unfortunately, <laughs> lastly, it's not so much about hair game. It's more about hair gain that you need yeah. to kind of work on now. Then, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, I had it. It went somewhere. <laughs> Lastly is our charity of the month, it being the month of June, StackUp.org. It was founded in 2015. StackUp brings both veterans and civilian supporters together through a shared love and language of video games. Through their primary programs, such as the Stacks, Supply Crates, Air Assaults, StackUp Overwatch program, also known as STOP for short. So, says, could you tell us about the Stacks? The Stacks are local groups of volunteers that support veterans through shared language of great gaming to create to create support and to create welcoming and enabling environments. Also, you have the Air Assault, which think Loot Crate, but in, insane. Basically, they take... Or no, the Air Assaults are... I'm thinking the Stacks are not the... Or the Supply Crates, rather. <laughs> I'm just running through all of it. Their assaults are where a stack up handpicks deserving veterans, pays for them to attend life-changing video game and geek culture events. These are your Comic-Cons, your PAXs, your E3s, which was not that long ago. Uh, Dev Studio, Yeah, Twitch Cons, Dev Studio Tours. I think they were able to get some veterans over to tour Santa Monica Studios once. Um, but the veterans don't have to pay anything. They pay for room, board, food. Um, probably give them some nice swag too but that does it for our sponsors so um, Spar what's it like streaming competitive games because I've tried it and I guarantee you we've had much different mileage on that one um, it, it's difficult to say um, I mean I love competitive games because I, I like um, going up against someone who's not scripted, not patterns, and you're a PV man yourself. As you'll know, when you do a certain boss, you'll get used to it, it'll, it'll fight you in a certain way. So you can always adapt to those tactics, mm -hmm. uh, and eventually over time, you can learn them, and it's quite easy. 
yeah competitive and what it's like for streaming is you don't have that everything's different what one tactic you might use and it works use it again it doesn't they've adapted um it's really thrilling and i think competitively it's just a way showcasing how adaptive you are um in terms of change yeah Um, and the thing i've noticed with good pvp games is everything has a counter yeah you you might not be able to hold or be able to quickly access every counter, especially in, like, say, uh, a hero shooter or a class-based shooter such as Overwatch, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what's the robot's name on that one? Bastion. Yeah, Bastion, right. yeah. Yeah, Bastion, and I think it's Genji is the swordsman. Or is Genji is the, the, ninja, the ninja swordsman, yeah. Yeah. Genji's, Genji can counter Bastion's ultimate by blocking it. Right. That's, uh, it, I, I haven't played Overwatch in a while. I don't think they nerfed it, did they? Um, so, so Genji can um, counter a lot. Counter a lot of things. His deflects will deflect most things, but right. then there's a lot of things that it can't deflect. And I think in competitive gaming, it, that is the difference between a normal competitive gamer to someone who's kind of I wouldn't say pro, but plays to win basically because they mm-hmm. understand. Who can do what? What can't do what? Um, and then, once you've mastered that stage, the, the kind of the higher end game is understanding people's cooldown. So, if you've seen a Genji uses deflect, you know then you've got a certain amount of seconds before you can't do it again. Mm-hmm. And it's using, and it's then conveying that information to the rest of your team. Yeah. So yeah. similar to like in an, if you're playing an MMO, knowing that if their boss uses disability. You have this window, maybe a thirty second window, to get all the damage you can and get away, kind of kind of deal. I mean, yeah. this even, same kind of concept. This even ties back to when we, we were talking about fighting games with um, with super couch fighters. Like, just knowing basic stuff. Like, okay, here's the frame babble. Like this punch, it has this much of a startup frame. This this many active frames. This many cooldown frames. These are when I'm vulnerable. This is where I can get hit. And this is how. And this is its range. You know, just learning those sort of things to each character, and have learning how to adapt your playstyle is definitely important. Problem is, when it comes to streaming, I cannot do that. <laughs> <laughs> just not at all, because like I'm, I'm, I play like a like a, a lot of RPGs, right? I'm a min maxer. Okay. I I work the numbers behind uh, that's under the hood because in RPGs they tend to be more visible as far as like you can actually just look at the stat screens and they tell you what all of it means. You know what yeah. attack is versus special attack versus defense and special defense and so on. Yeah, you know, you know your attack strength has to go against their physical defense. Yeah. Or their ma- or yep. their magic ability has to be higher than their magical defense in order to do the damage you need it to do. And even though you might not see their stats, you're like, oh, okay, I'm not. You do see at least what damage you're doing, so you yeah, can if you're, if you're work doing, off of that. Yeah, if you're doing three damage with your magic attack, well, maybe I should be doing something else. <laughs> it's like maybe maybe it's the wrong element. Maybe they're weak to physical. Maybe they need to be poisoned. Who knows, right? Where <laughs> that doesn't work in competitive gaming, in my my thing, like, because, like you said, there's a lot of scripts in the PvE world. There's not that. Well, sometimes this is going to be a bit of a tangent, and we do, and these are 
perfectly allowed here because I forgot to tell you that pre-stream. We go on tangents here. (laughs) But, like, with certain PvP games, I'll notice they do what I call a hybrid between PvP and PvE by using bots to fill the room to its max capacity for more dynamic play. Okay. Like, not all games do this. I've noticed that it's more on the mobile side where I've been noticing a lot as far as the trend, especially with the uh, Battle Royale clones. Is yeah, yeah. There's a hundred players. Eighty of them are bots, and you might have twenty players on map on the map. Okay, honestly, it's more like ninety uh, ninety three of them bots. You might have seven actual players on the map, right? To where it's like, and you can always tell which ones are scripted, and which ones are you're actually playing against somebody because they're harder to predict. Yeah, that's it. I think. Especially when we talk about battle rail games on uh, mobile. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you guys. I know you guys say mobile. Yeah, um, we say mobile, mobile. It's a Dalek. Yeah, thing. it's a it's a pronunciation yeah. difference. Yeah, I think it's uh, very hard to differentiate a human player and a bot purely because if you think of a a mobile phone and you're trying to move and aim. Uh, I've had a go with a Fortnite, um, and you're like this because there's mm-hmm. no kind of fluid movement. Um, mm-hmm. However, I have seen some kind of competitive people who put tinfoil mm-hmm. uh, on the front of the phone just so they have that bit more responsive and they can touch more parts of the screen. Um, mm-hmm. If it's something really, really interesting to watch, if you ever get time, have a look on YouTube, some of the people that do it, uh, to, then the lens to go to just to, to win in a competitive game. I mean, I would never thought to use tinfoil, and I never will because um, I'm a yeah, gamer. That, that brings up a whole other question of is like, is using something that isn't necessarily a peripheral like tenfold is would that be like you know kind of like the video game equivalent of doping you know is that like is that fair play or not i believe i mean i don't know if it's done anymore but i believe there used to be something in dead by daylight where to to help with the space bar pressing they taped the space bar down or something to that effect I don't remember. It was um, something. Well, that's weird. So I, I do it. I don't tape it down. I've got a macro, so I press one button, uh, and then I, I don't have to touch the keyboard. Okay. And that's yeah. purely to save me bashing my keyboard. You know, when you think you're pressing space, pretty much yeah. like that. Yeah, and, and you... I guarantee you, your keyboard is not cheap. I can guess that by looking at your headset. So I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm guessing you dropped about, I don't know, 150 easy on your keyboard. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm talking American, not wherever you are, dollars. Pounds. Uh, it'd probably be what? I think I spent 158 pounds, so that's probably so what? 175 or so? Yeah, it's about yeah, 175, 180, I think. It's been a while so since an expen- I've looked at it. an expensive bit of kit. Yeah, basically. it is. That and from, and even then, like, over in the UK, oh. the same like same. I buy the same one th- a piece of kit, and you buy the exact same thing. You tend to pay more over there because of um, VAT. I, I I was wrong. Mm. It's it's equal to about two hundred and ten US dollars. Yeah, that's definitely VAT at work. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is VAT. By the way, for you American 
viewers that don't know what that is, that's value added tax. So basically, if you take a raw material, if you do something to turn it into something useful, there's a tax for you to do that to sell it. Uh, they don't do it on everything like foods and stuff. That's VAT exempt because the government isn't evil. <laughs> it's just... It's certain foods, uh, mainly cakes, chocolates, kind of luxury items. Yeah. Um, clothes, apart from you don't pay VAT on kids' clothes. Um, yeah. But like adult clothes and things like that. Yeah. But it's just like, hey, if you need... If you thought you weren't going to learn about different cultures, there's no, surprisingly. <laughs> <laughs> it's... I was like, taxes do hit gamers too, and we'll talk about it, bring them up when necessary. But, yeah. So, I want to get better about streaming competitive games, but, so, what are some do's and don'ts that you think would be a good, like, things to at least watch out for? I think, for me, it's um, showing your frustration. That's really hard. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've not mastered I, that. I, I was actually just talking about that, like... Um... Like I was telling, I was telling like you can't sit there and show your frustration and flip your lid, or sit there and just completely zone out and go. Why, why you're playing? Because you're frustrated. Because you're losing. You know. Yeah, and and, though, and that is a really hard ability to master. There's many times when I play mm -hmm. competitive Overwatch, and I'm so concentrated, you lose the whole kind of audience engagement. Um, yeah, you forget to go. Oh yeah, there's a chat here. Yeah. So it is. It is a hard balance. Do they mix well? Yes and no. They can. Um, yeah. They can. They can. Um, and you know, I, I definitely have to say, like, it is a challenge because even with a uh, PVE multiplayer game like um, crap, I'm playing the crap out of it here lately. Killing Floor yes, Two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like it's you and your team versus zombies. However. Around, like, say, if you do a 10 round match, around six, six seven, you kind of have to throw a little bit more focus its way. But before then, I can usually get away with, okay, I'm going to go to my chat and now back to this. And I can depend on my teammates to cover me for those two seconds of flicking my eyes over to where I can get more fuel to run my mouth with, you know? But when it, it makes sense. But once it starts getting difficult, yeah, if I don't, if I don't, if I basically don't have the M16 with the grenade launcher to where I can take just lob grenades at the big guys from a distance and let everybody else pick off the small guys, I'm having to focus on just uh, not dying because I will die. Painfully, <laughs> I, I suppose it, it comes down to the the type of game. I think some competitive games are, are much easier to stream than, than others. Mm -hmm. um, and if we take if we take a look at Fortnite versus Overwatch, for example, mm -hmm. uh, in Fortnite, I find it much easier to engage with people who are watching me. Peel in the face. If I'm in combat, I can <sighs> build in yeah. straight around me. Yeah, Fortnite's kind of. It's kind of a slow game. If you're playing, you can play survival. Like I was, I was second left yesterday or Thursday or whatever. 
I was second left, but I was sitting there hiding in bushes the entire match until I was like the last one. Yeah. It's kind of easy if you're streaming that. It's kind of easy to do something like that. You know, only address people when they come to you. Mm-hmm. Pick them off, move along, sit still, watch the uh, the, the storm close, hide in a building. You know, it's it's that pace is kind of more favorable to streaming. Yeah. In, in, and the, in that competitive environment. The thing with Overwatch, though, is that I've noticed that from our friend Stacy Kruger when he streams it, I noticed a pattern he gets into to where he'll go, he'll do a little, he'll get in a skirmish, die or get a second, and he uses that second to look at chat. Or when he dies, he uses the respawn time to look at chat and get something else to talk about. You know? Yeah, and uh, and, and that's it. That's the best. You know, watch. I would probably do the same because it gives you a brief window where you can. Kind of reflect, sit back, um, look what's going on. Because in the heat, in the heat of the fight in, in Overwatch, you, you're playing a specific role, and if you're not doing your specific role, you're mm. gonna uh, it's gonna be detriment to the rest of the team. So I, I switch between tank and healer. So if I'm healing and I'm spending most of my time looking at chat in a fight, somebody's, someone's gonna die. Someone's gonna die, and and we're gonna lose that game. And uh, it's just gonna infuriate other people. Now, there's one genre of competitive games that I could probably easily stream. If I could find one I could get just get absorbed into, that won't become a money sink, which is tricky to do. And those are uh, trading card games. Okay. Like yeah, like, like the Magic, your Hearthstones, your Gwents, your you actually stream. I, I think Hearthstone is very easy to stream, in my opinion. Though. Yeah, because like you have enough, you have plenty of time to blah blah blah, and you and you can even make a conversation. It's like make a conversation with your stream about why you're doing your tactics the way you are. Because it's more of a cerebral experience than um, whereas like Overwatch, Fortnite Fortnite is a stress inducing slow burn while but you know it. there's still that adrenaline kicking in the entire time because you don't know what's around that next corner what's behind that next door so on and so forth, or over that next hill. And I think Fortnite's um, it's different for every player. Mm-hmm. So like like says my uh, play the long haul, hold back, take a shot at uh, the lucky stray who's behind his group or whatnot. Uh, when I play with normal my competitive group, we actively seek out for that fight. So we land we, when we land, we pay attention to where the plane's gone across the map, mm-hmm. mark where the center of the map is, where the plane is, the start of the plane. I think right okay we'll land at a certain we've got a set route where we always land we mm-hmm. loot and that, right okay there's people at factory let's go engage yeah um, yeah whenever i play that i wind up doing like room clearing tactics mm-hmm. like which is really clear. hard yeah, <laughs> yeah like yeah i'm not like fully going clear but i'm still using like the same things you do that they teach you in your military on how to clear a room, which is really hard to do on solos, so I try to do duos with somebody occasionally. Um, which it's possible to do with two people. It's, But when you know that you're only running in with other duos, it makes it a little bit less frantic. Mm. Because with it being split two ways, you only have to clear 50% of each room. Yeah, makes sense. But uh, when it but, comes to... Oh, go ahead. Sorry, go on. 
Oh, no, no, no. You first. <laughs> um, what all I was going to say was um, for Fortnite, the, the, ta- the ultimate tactic in Fortnite is, is the building. I mean, aiming is obviously important to yeah. a first person shooter, but you don't have to be, um, um, you know, godlike in terms of aiming because you can easily win a match with someone who's good at aiming if you're a good builder. Mm-hmm. And it's about outmaneuvering that person. Uh, and what you'll tend to find in Fortnite when it comes to end game, it's all about the building. So you'll see people ramp up towards each other and they're kind of building over just to get the yeah. height advantage. Yeah, you'll and just see. Becomes... Yeah, you'll just see the 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 void or whatever build on up. And it just comes a, a, a maze of structures and walls and floors, uh, and that is the ultimate um, difference between someone who can go in and casually play it till some of your people that win all the time. Um, and that is the most important thing. If you ever want to get into competitive Fortnite, you need to learn how to build. And the way I did it is I joined a game, mm-hmm. landed in a corner of a map, and just practiced building. Uh, and that's all I did for a good couple of games until I could put a tower up in a couple of seconds. Um, and I suppose then you just expand from that. Yeah. I've never had... I've never been able to really get the building mechanic in mind as far as that. And that probably will help me actually get in the top 50. Because <laughs> most of the time... No, seriously, most of the times that I die, 80% of the times it's because I get outbuilt. And outmaneuver because of that. And the other 20s, because I'm like, look over the chat. Ah! Dang it. Yeah. Yeah, looking over a chat, some of those games look so screw you. But let's change <laughs> gears because we seem to be running over the same, like, pointers and tips. But there's something else that is kind of the more crappier side of streaming these games is sometimes the other side doesn't want to play fair. Okay. And like, you know, there's been, there was a huge debacle with PUBG once upon a time. It's a while ago now with them banning people for stream sniping. Have you guys ever run into this? Was that so? Yeah, I, I shared an incident of this. Um, I think we had Rat on. Was that last week? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. It was last week. Um, when we had Rat Hazard on, um... No, wait, no. That was two weeks ago. Last week was weeks the BRG okay. E3 thing. Yeah, I, um, my my weeks are getting mixed up. But um, I had somebody... I was playing... Yeah, I was playing and... Mm-hmm. I killed somebody and they got salty, so they came into my chat. I was streaming it. They came oh, into my no, chat. That, that stream, that's salt rating. No, that's salt rating, but there was also stream sniping because they used that to watch when I was opening my lobby oh. and jumping into my match. And then when I killed them, or when I was getting ready to hook them to, to finish the kill, DC. Uh, that okay. is such <laughs> Yeah, it's a, a dick move. Like, I, I don't use this word that often because I think it should be only used for the highest of occasions. But that was cuntaliciously douchey. <laughs> Smalls like you're making my people proud there, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I think... hey, I've ran into some SAS guys. They 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 take swearing to an art form. It's kind of beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm holding back with all the swearing. Uh, I think being in, being British, we put a swear word in every other sentence. 
I was well, I was in the well, army. You, I can use that as an excuse. Well, you guys just got done being Canadian, but like, no, you go first. No, you go first. Oh no! See, that was that was my polite southernness coming out. <laughs> I thought you spent too much time with Kirok. That, that, that's what that was. No, no, I, no! I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't say sorry in Canada. They say sorry. I don't know what they're talking about. Uh, he's gonna give me a earful later. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I've dealt with trolls, but when I could not imagine them trying to reach me in the game too, and it's like, okay, if you run your mouth in my Twitch chat, I'm like, okay, band done. That's wow. Why are you yeah. playing the game if you're going to act that way? Yeah, no, that... no, I like I was saying my thing. Like I, I banned them four times. <laughs> Created multiple ta- multiple accounts to come to my channel and harass me when that happened. Oh no, 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 Zez, you're not that special. They already had those accounts. You're you're not their <laughs> <Yeah>. only one. <laughs> no, no, they created an account. They created an account with my username in it. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, that nice pretty name, okay. Yeah, they they liked you. <laughs> I mean, there's certain uh, things you can do to protect yourself from stream sniping, though. Um, yeah. The main one is not to, to have your kind of alias um, have Twitch mention at all. Mm-hmm. And that's when, I suppose, when it comes to streaming, unless you're a really established streamer, uh, that's when it becomes difficult because you want to get your content out there. You want people to know, obviously, you're streaming and generate that, um, I suppose, traffic to your little kind of slice of the streaming world. Yeah. And for many years, not many years, so for many months, I used to run Sparriar, you know, dot Twitch TV in, in, let's say, Dead by Daylight. That's um, how I found you because we were surviving yeah, together. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and while that's good, like, part of me never wants to do that because I feel like I'd be asking for trouble because, dude, I am snake bit with bad luck. Yeah, and that's it. And that, that's the real kind of... It's a double-edged sword. You're going to get some good people like How I Met Zez, mm-hmm. um, which are good people to have to your kind of community. But then you're going to get the other people, as uh, Zez found out, which I've come across. They'll come in into my channel and say, oh, blah, 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 blah. And I think the tip is just to not even acknowledge them. I think any any form of attention or acknowledgement just just makes them thrive. So mm-hmm. you don't acknowledge them. Uh, I think that's rule number don't thirty-one. Win. Don't feed the trolls. Two, if you feed them, they win. No, it was like, like a, it's no, it's exactly like I'm going back to my scenario. Like I, they came to my chat. I knew what they were doing. I banned them. I get a message from Z. Uh, what's with all the bans? They're coming into my chat trying to harass me. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's right. I see it. <laughs> and then he started helping me out with that. So it's uh, like gremlins. Do not feed them. <laughs> do not feed them. No, screw after midnight. Time zones are weird. Just don't feed them ever. <laughs> don't give them water. <laughs> uh, what is it? Um, my favorite way to prevent like trolls in general, because even when I play single player games, I'll get a, I'll get people that back. Give me advice. Fine. A little backseat gaming here and there, fine. But it's like, you're doing it wrong, you're doing it wrong, you're doing it wrong. What the fuck's wrong with you? Like, And then they start getting more aggressive and insulting, you know? Yeah, the, yeah. Which is a huge pet peeve of mine. I'm like, 
It's a game. It's play. There is no wrong way to do this. <laughs> but okay. Right? Yeah, I, I usually... Depends, um, sorry, go I, on. But I usually always have what I call buddy system to where I always make sure I have at least one person to help mod to where if I can't alt-tab out of a game because it's really old and it was hard to get capture in the first place. Hey, can you ban so-and-so for me? Thanks. <laughs> or sometimes they'll get to it before I even catch on. It's like, no, dude, they were fucking with you because I'm kind of dense like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes like, I try to, it's like, oh, no, they're just trying to be helpful. It's like, no, dude, they're trying to get you killed. <laughs> I suppose it depends how you deal with the troll. Uh, I mean, I used to have someone who used to come in troll me saying, oh, you're playing this wrong. Um, are you rubbish? Blah, blah, blah. Um, and I first ignored it, but it was getting prominent. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to give the troll some his own medicine back. So then I started bullying him. He used to come on every day and start bullying him. And I suppose over time he got fed up with trolling. And now actually it's become a, a good viewer and it, it kind of changed his attitude a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But some to people that, where... that works in Sorry, changing mind to, to a point that does work in changing minds is definitely hard to do. So well, kudos I, to you. Well, some of it is um some of it some people are trolling is that's their way of showing affection. So like they like watching you, but they're also kind of going about the wrong way about how to handle being a part of your chat. Yeah, that does happen. It's like the what's that stereotype? The little boy who pulls the girl's hair because she, uh, he likes her. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, but the fact is, is that little girl still thinks that that little boy is a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, motive like motive, motive, your motive for it, yeah, cool. But same thing is, but you're going about what you want to do the wrong way, so you're becoming your worst enemy in that particular relationship. So you were going to say something before, Samar? What was that? Sorry, you were going to say something before when um, you were going to try to interject with what Bob was saying. It'll come back. <laughs> It'll come back. <laughs> I figured you. I figured you'd forgotten about it. Uh. I've actually had salt streamers, which is really weird when the game I'm playing is not multiplayer at all. Explain this. I got salt. I got people like they were jealous because I got a host from somebody (laughs) that they really liked. It's like, why are they hosting you? Like, you ain't fucking shit. And I'm like, yeah, I know I'm not shit. That's probably why they are hosting me because they're fucking awesome. There are streamers who go around and will purposefully look for lower streamers and try and host them and raid them to support smaller streamers. Yeah. There are, there are streamers who do that. They'll have like a hundred people in their chat and be like, you know, this is, you know, it's Tuesday. We're going to go support. We're going to support a small streamer today. We're going to go find somebody who's, you know, maybe streaming this game or whatever. Yeah. Like I've had uh, auto hosts from like, I have my auto host set up to where oh auto host anybody that Twitch says whatever because you know I've been that guy to where okay I'm gonna go stream and nobody shows up that was the first two years of me streaming basically because I wasn't frequent I had no pattern I had no rhyme no reason I just 
did it whenever I felt like it, right? And so I definitely try to do that. However, there's this one user who I had to keep kicking off my hosts because I'm like, Twitch, please, if you're listening, give us a feature to where we can make it to where, like, we don't want to ban them. We just don't want to ever host them because I don't want to host anybody with the username no daddy not the belt. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just like, like, and here's the thing. I went in. Cool dude. Awesome guy. I'm just like, uh, dude, that, 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 like, I have viewers who legit, like, dealt with child abuse and stuff because they're personal friends of mine and I know that about them. I'm not naming, I'm not going to name any names out of confidence, but they're people in my community that have that. Seeing that name, I'm not saying, oh, that's a trigger warning. I'm just saying, saying is like, that's going to bring up some bad memories. But that uh, wasn't I, the I, I, worst one. I, I want to ask, is that bad memories from personal experience? Oh, no. My dad used his fist. <laughs> <laughs> not, not what I meant, Bob. Not what I meant. <laughs> uh, Wore but, him like Thanos wore his gauntlet. <laughs> uh, it's like, I'm going to punch your face. In the face. No! Please watch as death movies. Just do it. That's interneting one on one. But uh, so um, here's something that's kind of been an interesting question. I've been asking people that's been doing, in my limited research, has been doing this. What is probably the most frustrating thing you've had to deal with when it comes to like streaming? related issues that comes with competitive play more so than anything else like because yeah you do need to have a better internet connection at times because you're streaming and you're playing an online game but it can be something like that or something to where it's like yeah if i was playing a a pve or any other game this might not have happened (laughs) due to the uniqueness of the situation Trolls or otherwise? Um, We've probably talked about mine, which is the zone out, the focus mode. Yeah. Um, Or, you know, focus mode or paying too much attention to chat during a competitive game. And you turn around and, oh, I just got killed. (laughs) Yeah, my biggest problem is I do the exact opposite. If I start losing, I zone in on the game because my old... Yeah. Well, Jocko, Jocko in the chat says that he doesn't like it when people become too salty and rude. Um, As far as, like, fellow members, I cannot tell you how many times in Dead by Daylight, and that's what drove me wavered from the game for a while, With to where I get called a face camper. I'm like, I wasn't face camping. I hooked him, and I secured the perimeter. You could have... Waltz right behind me because I've got a narrow field of view, guys. If we want to dig into Dead by Daylight, we can because Dead by Daylight's a topic in by in of itself. <laughs> For you, yes. For me, it's another competitive game. I, I know how it is with you and Dead by Daylight. <laughs> Avid fan, I I fully support. <laughs> 
I want to pay him enough to change his fucking name to Dead by Zez Light for what if he could do it for just a day just to do it on Halloween. <laughs> just do see, a temporary uh, rebrand. See, um one of the issues in Dead by Daylight, um, on that survivor on, on survivors being salty is they will also I ran into this issue when I streamed it before a different time than the one I was talking about earlier, but uh, there were a couple of people streaming it, mm-hmm. and I killed them all, and they thought I was they thought I was camping them. So they were down to two. One of them decided that they were going to DC, right, so that they could op- so the hatch would open, and for the their other person. But what happened was, I got to the hatch first. So of course they decided to hold the game hostage and be like, "I'm not. I'm going to stay in here because if you swing at me, I can go through the hatch." Wait. So you got put in a dead by daylight. Then stalemate. Yeah. Mexican standoff. Mm-hmm. Between you, the hatch. Between what? you, the hatch, and them. What was that spar? I said the question is, did you cave? No. <laughs> what, he's still uh, playing? Have you, have you got it minimized in the background? Is it still going? No, it's not It's not on right now, no. <laughs> I've been I in this game know. for the last 14 days. <laughs> this was one of those things. Um, their buddy came in my chat and was like, they're willing to sit with you until your stream's over. And I was like, good luck with that. <laughs> mm-hmm. should have said, Brill, I, I really enjoy the company. <laughs> so awesome. what I did was I, I ended the stream and we still continued the match but I ended the stream just because when you're streaming it um, you don't want to say something like oh I'm going to go take a, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick you know because then they're going to report back to their friend like oh they're going to the bathroom I'm going to jump in the hatch see Mr. I... you should have said that and then stop the stream which is <laughs> which is why you do things like stop the stream turn off webcam things like that oh no this one was ingenious how this guy had his... I remember seeing this about three months ago. And I wish I would have clipped it or something. Or at least went... Okay, in the VOD somewhere around this fucking time. You know? Similar situation of the guys in a stalemate. But it wasn't in Dead by, Daylight. Dead by Daylight. It wasn't in your game. It was in some <laughs> other rando game. Because I was using the browse function on Twitch. And it's like, wait... I have an idea. Like, I saw that look in his eye. He didn't say it, and he's like, I'm going to go and pee. He got off camera, went to the side, and you can't see his keyboard. But you right. heard his keyboard slide, and he, <laughs> <laughs> and the person was like, oh, okay, he he went to fucking pee. I'm going to go take care of this. And dude just whipped and shot the dude. Um, while, or the dude that was off camera whipped around and shot the guy uh, before he the guy had time to do anything because he was actually kneeled down right out of frame. And he just nice. jumped up and was like, gotcha, mother... <laughs> I've seen something like that happen in Dead by Daylight. Um, I don't know if you know uh, Marth, who plays in so. Nurse. Um, but he was like, I gotta go to church. So he was like, I'm gonna get ready and go to church. Um... He leaves his key, you know, he gets up, leaves his keyboard and everything there. And then the other person tries to come by and teabag him while he's 
thing. He he comes back, grabs him while he's trying to do it, and throws him on a hook. <laughs> <laughs> it's on YouTube. <laughs> it's on YouTube. Ah, oh, that's beautiful. I think Dead by Daylight's got a very kind of mixed, toxic kind of community anyway from the yes. surviving killer population. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm guilty. Um, I always... Don't, I don't bother with the generators sometimes now. I, I tend to try and bully the killer. I have a friend that does that. It's all he, all he wants to do is unhook people. Um, so I will I will follow the killer, find them, and then no, I'm not, ta- not talking about you, Bob. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm bait. <laughs> but what? Yeah, what yeah, I always know that if I do get caught, I'm going to get face camped. It's happened today. The killer was chasing me for the entire game. All the team did the generators, and he was still chasing me. He's not caught me. When he finally did catch me, he face camped me for the <laughs> so it all could save me. Uh, do you see what I posted in um Discord in the, the message chat here? Yeah, space. Yeah. Space, you face camped after a double fla- flashlight twenty times. That is report portability. Okay, if you're going to complain, <laughs> at least fucking spell right. I'm guessing they meant reportable. Right. And reportable. face camping is not reportable. Camping is a valid strategy. Strategy. It should be. Because here's what happened. You know, like you said, the killer got double flashlights and then tried to camp the person. Right. He camped mm-hmm. them, got them into phase three, I un- or phase two, and I unhooked them because they turned around and left. And we all ended up getting out of that match, but or the other three of us ended up getting matched. He ended up getting, getting re-hooked and killed. Um, nice. But the survivor that got camped was complaining that camping is not... Is, is saying it's a reportable offense. And he was being face-camped hard. Like, it was against the pig... The pig was just crouched, doing one of these numbers. <laughs> oh, so basically looking like he was filleting the character to give him their last little goodbyes. Yeah, <laughs> lovely. Uh, I mean, even even the devs have admitted it is a it is a valid strategy. The only time it becomes a reportable offense is if you're that close that it prevents you using the unhooking action. So if yeah, the right. if the killer's blocking that action, um, yeah, then the blocking mechanic of the game, which is then becomes reportable. Face camping, fine. Hook blocking, no. Basically, I, I'm very mixed on on face camping. If you're bullying the ki- killer like I did, then I expect it. It's fine. But if it's a start game, killer hooks someone straight away and he's just stood there. It is valid. It's a bit. Come on. It's valid, I mean, but it's it's not honorable. There's still 120 seconds. The killer's got to sit there. So yeah. yeah so it, the the only viable strategy after that is if if the killer is doing that, to rush the genies put that bit of pressure on with the killers thinking actually I need to do something now otherwise I'm just going to get out of this game with one one hook. Yeah. And yeah, this has become Dead Better Daylight. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a it really does fit. Cuz not only is it a competitive game, it's an asymmetric competitive game. So it's it's the um it's probably the longest one still running. What, asymmetric competitive games? Yeah. Well, no, because even, like, fully asymmetric team, yes, I'll give you that, maybe. I'd have to actually verify that. But, like, even Overwatch has shades of asymmetry. Mm. It's like, like, yes... Both people, there can be two mys on the map if somebody takes a my and the other team takes a my, for example. But dependent, but there's 
asymmetry between how each character plays. But the... Hmm. So I don't look at Overwatch, sorry, not Overwatch, Dead by Daylight as a competitive game. Someone who streams competitive game, I look at that and I don't look, I don't think Dead by Daylight is competitive at all. I think it's it's very competitive, but... Like, it's competitive in the fact that it is player versus player, which is okay. a loose definition of competitiveness, but it is, but like even the term competitive gaming, right? And we're not talking about professional gaming, but just competitive gaming. It's so hard to define because absolutely, uh, gaming is still a very... It's still a very new um, art form, and we're coming up with terms on. We're still coming up with like better ways to name our genres that don't require you to know about gaming to understand what the genre is. Like you know, roguelike. I have so much problems explaining people what roguelike, what a roguelike game is, because it's like a game. I have it. Roguelike literally means it's like Rogue, a game I haven't fucking played because it was released a way, way, way long time ago. It was in you the know? 80s, right? Maybe. I, I know it's I know it's probably a DOS-based I want to say thing. early 80s. But I'm not sure about that. But, yeah. And Ark does put a po- good point with the face camping thing. It's a defensive tra- strategy. It pretty much guarantees the death of one survivor at the sacrifice, allowing the others to rank free on the jennies. And I've seen someone face camp one person, and that's all they get because rusted jennies done out. And well, the way the game, the way they implement the emblem system, that really doesn't help a killer anymore. No, it oh, doesn't. no, absolutely. Uh, same for the killers who hook in the basement with. Uh, insidious and then just wait for people right. to come into the basement um, mm-hmm. it's caught me many a times so I've gone to hook someone <laughs> and then all of a sudden yoink it's like oh well, no I, I think it's more common that they actually go upstairs and maybe like into the corner of like whatever if it's the shed or if it's the Myers house they'll go Ark- in a corner somewhere in insidious Ark we're going to turn that question into an episode do you think think that's that asymmetric just basically asymmetrical games have esports potential and yes that that re- is like yes but it would require a special sauce so to speak it, it needs to be handled in order for a game like the by daylight to be a esport it needs to be handled like an actual physical sport yeah uh i agree Dead by Daylight would be a difficult one to do because there's so many different uh, variables and factors. Um, or, I think. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just some, like... uh, some perks probably would need to be banned from use. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perks, um, some, some items. And it. I mean, I always like to play with killers that have got a ping uh, under 150. And the reason for that um, mm-hmm. is when you come to kind of pallet slamming and bolting through windows. What you'll tend to find is any killer over 150, me especially, you'll always find that there is that bit more of a delay, and then killer will always get you through a vault through the window. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's harder to kind of 360 uh, ev- evade higher ping killers as well. So there's that whole element for me. Um, if Dead by Daylight's go competitive, 
that'd have to be kind of, I suppose, cemented. Because like three six, uh, 360 juking is a valid strategy, and if you can pull it off, you can make the killer chase you and miss pretty much every hit if you're good at it. I was uh, actually, I was I was actually watching a juking tutorial earlier about timing when the villagers when the when the killer's going through a window, how to flip it so where you hop back through the window as soon as he turns around after getting out of the window kind of deal. Yep. I remember one streamed where I was the one streaming. It was just like a one of our former guests, Stacy. I was playing Dead by Daylight with him on a stream, and Which it was I like, a, and it was a community night, right? I think I pissed him off in every conceivable way possible because I literally hit him with every pallet on the map. You can you can be annoying to chase, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> you can be annoying to chase. Oh, I'm a coward, and I know it. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, like, like I'd kill you, but you were an, you were an annoying little thing. To I was like, you, 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 you may kill me, but I will make you work for it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but but that, that's that's a good that's a, brings a good point though for Dead by Daylight in competitive, and that's probably one of the reasons why it, it couldn't work as well because I I can win a game solo, mm-hmm. and does that make much for a, a really fun competitive you win? It can do if you really if it's. I've had some really fantastic chases, and the adrenaline's pumping, and I'm glued to the monitor. I'm not even looking at chat, and <laughs> I'm in the zone, dodging, yeah. uh, and, it, and it's really good, and you get that buzz. Um, but the game the developers are currently developing now, Death Garden, that is purely for uh, competitive space. Yeah, um, unfortunately, we'll never see if Friday the 13th get to that point. Well, at least said about Friday the 13th, the better. But well, no, here's the thing. They were making strides, and they were making more content, and they had to quit making content because of a copyright dispute between the uh, director and the writer of the movie. Like, that's why they stopped it. It wasn't like, well, okay. fuck it, we made our money, we quit. And stuff like a single player, that wasn't even a stretch goal or anything. They yes, Angel, yes. Yes. <laughs> Friday the 13th Battle Royale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the cacophony of the... K- 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 just you, you, everywhere. You, you, do it the, you do it like Fortnite, where you, hit, where you had Thanos. Only set of Thanos, mm. you have one person be um, Jason. And, and that one power per- no, no, you have two people. One person's two Jason, people. one person's his mom. mom. Or, <laughs> or, or fake Jason. The blue mask, Jason. You're, you're then you're starting to play uh, mafia. Hmm. <laughs> you get to that point. Okay. But yeah, Jesus Christ, we've been going on for a while, haven't we? Uh, yeah, we have. it's about time. Yeah. So um, let's wrap this up with some final thoughts. Um, let's go with a simple question, guys. When you started streaming. What would you tell yourself, like a younger version of yourself, the person who started streaming competitive games, to keep mindful of and to not worry about? Uh, I think for me, mindful of my facial expressions. <laughs> if you, if, and the reason I say that, if you ever watch me, if, if I still do it now, and I, at one point I used to look back at my streams, and I used to be like, oh, that looks awful. 
and I've just accepted it. Um, you're, I think... you're a very expressive streamer, so. I am a very expressive streamer. Like, but you, the point you where just... I'm like, like... Well, there was, uh, there was not too long ago, um, you were streaming and... You got caught. I think you got caught in a closet or something in the basement in Dead by Daylight, and it was you flipping your keyboard, and somebody in your community put it to put it to music. Yeah. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> so, um, so I'll, I'll tell you the story. So I was playing. I was playing. Um, Everyone knows Battlegrounds. Yeah. Uh, I was playing in duos with one of my friends, Blade, or, uh, and he died. Anyway, uh, we came across this uh, another duo in game. And I, I heard them because they were using the in-game voice comms, which is, I don't know why. I heard everything they were saying to each other. They were like, oh, I found an M4 in this thing, blah, blah, blah. And then my friend, being the ultimate troll, was like, that M4's here, which alerted the other guys. <laughs> I was in this vicinity. He, he, he was dead. You know, he was in the game. So he alerted, alerted to them where I was. So I'm like, oh, right, okay, I've not got the jump on these guys anymore. So I was waiting um, in a bathroom for him to come in to the corner. And the guy, oh, where are you? And the guy was saying, where are you? And my friend kept saying, I'm here next to this M4. Are you going to come get it? And uh, and I was like, Blady, shut up. You're giving my position away. <laughs> and then something happened in chat. And I looked at chat for a second, and that's when he popped through the door. And I, went, I panicked and I died. And I fit a rage and I just went, no! <laughs> and, then someone, and then someone turned it into a, um, into a video. Yeah, it's like a video meme. Uh, oh god! Um, Basically, a Bill Collins in the uh, yeah. Oh god! Uh, yeah, definitely. Like, and don't feel bad about that because honestly, dude, I make a face that I make whenever like someone's talking, and I think of something really smart ass to say, especially on like podcasts and stuff. And one of the members of Bottle Rocket Gaming caught on to that. Okay. And then had an emote made out of it. <laughs> nice. It's currently in chat. I po- posted it earlier. <laughs> but yeah, nice. that's the Bottle Rocket Gaming $5 emote. And I'm like, you bastards. Like, of course I gave him my permission to use it, but I'm like, oh. Um, but I suppose if I was to, back to your question, what I would mm-hmm. change or do differently, I think it's just be more accepting of your flaws and, and try to use them as strengths. So I know I'm expressive, so I kind of use that now um, within my streams. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I kind of poke fun at it, uh, which creates more engagement. So I think don't be disheartened if you do something, you think, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Try and turn it into a strength rather than think of it as a weakness. And, uh, and, and that's probably what I would have told myself when yeah. I first started. It's it's very hard to do that because I know a lot of Twitch streamers, myself included, and just even YouTubers, just any sort of people who make stuff or put themselves out there like this, that are hypercritical of themselves. You know? And it's very easy to fall into that. What about you, Zez? Um, my biggest thing, and it still is, is whether it's regardless of what it's streaming is be consistent <laughs> like oh like with schedule <laughs> well doesn't necessarily you don't necessarily need a schedule or you content to, you just need to you just need to be streaming mm-hmm. um regardless if you have a actual schedule or not it's better to stream at 
various different points of the day than to not stream at all. Given day. <laughs> right. Yeah. And... I think I think having a schedule is better, but you know, just streaming in general it, you know, it, it is a step forward. Yeah, I think I should I would have told younger me to quit trying to stream games I like way too much because, seriously, Fridays suck for me because I only stream on weekdays as far as gaming content. And if I'm if I'm really into a game, I'm like, but I got shit to do this weekend and I can't stream, meaning I can't play this awesome fucking... The Witcher series did that to me quite a few <laughs> times because I streamed through all three Witcher games and I was just like, Ah, uh, uh, I want to see what happens next with this quest. Yeah, I, I, I love Witcher Three. It's just when I pick a game back up, I'm like, "What was I doing?" <laughs> um, I've, I've played enough RPGs where I kind of got used to that. Like, I don't know what the hell I'm do- doing. So, okay, let's see where the quest log is, and let's see if I got a little notepad here to help me out. So uh, one thing I would like to add, it brings back to Zezza's point uh, earlier. Um, I think schedule is so important. Uh, I think people show up at specific times because they know you're playing. If you're not there, mm-hmm. there's always going to be someone else. So I think for anyone who's watching, who's wanting to get into streaming and, and, and grow the community, get nail a schedule down. And sometimes it's difficult because we all have lives, right? We all have family members. We all have jobs. Mm-hmm. We all have things that go wrong. Um, I suppose the, the other thing then is communication. So get a Twitter up, get something where you can communicate that out. Discord server. Um, get yeah, a Discord I, server. I, I think Discord server is the way to go right now. Yeah, yeah. And... I've, I've got a specific announcement channel in my Discord server where I'll, you've probably seen it, Zez, you'll probably get the everyone yeah. anytime. Well, I, got... I I had to mute your, your notifications because it was wow. so, so wow. many red notifications that I'm like, i got to mute this. I'll look in the channel when I get ready, but it's just every five seconds, ding, ding, ding. I'll go ahead and be perfectly Especially... honest with you. This is how I treat Discord, right? I'll, I won't do at everyone's for I'm going live because you kind of should know when I'm going live, but I'll get it there towards a quick, accessible place to check. But if I'm not going live, that's why I go, at everyone, I'm not going live today. Here's why. Well, no, the thing yeah, is, Spar had, whenever somebody would go live in his, in his community, he would have an at everyone whenever somebody went live. Oh, I, don't that. Still, I don't know if it's I don't know if this way anymore, but it used to be like that. So I'm like every five seconds or every so often. Just yeah, that notification. Somebody's going live. Somebody's going live. Somebody's going live. Like I gotta shut this up. <laughs> I had I oof. earlier this week I had to deal with what I call a pingus dingus. Pingus all, dingus. Yeah, because this dingus keeps on pinging me. Like with the at everyone or at ziploc bomb yeah. and blah blah blah, you know. It's like a little ping notification, right? And a good fucking practice to do is, hey, if you're going to do an at everyone, it needs to be actually important. And I hate to break it to you, but to a lot of people, like even the people who enjoy watching my streams, like, oh yeah, I occasionally like watching your stuff, or they like watching Sequel Syndrome, but not my games, or my games, but not Sequel Syndrome, or maybe this game, not that game, whatever, right? That's why I don't ping them about it anymore, because I've kind of learned from just 
asking you like, hey, how do you want the fucking pings to be? This is your community as much as it's mine, right? But just because you can use the at everyone for, hey, you're going streaming, hey, you need to ask me a question, doesn't mean, or the at username for, hey, I need to ask you this question, doesn't mean you should. Just PM me, dude, if you need to ask me a question, I'll actually get to it. I promise. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. If I see if I see red notifications, I'm looking at them. Yeah. So if I get overwhelmed with red notifications, it, I start losing my mind. <laughs> yeah, and and it kind of like the it's an over and exposure effect that you want to avoid, you know? Because mm-hmm. the more you see something, the more it becomes normalized. I do not want at everyone to become no- normalized. Yeah. You know? Right now, yeah. I'm sending out a lot of them because of a. Because of something else that I'm going to bring up later, but we'll get to that. So, Sparia, your five minutes of fame. Tell all the lovelies where people can find you. Hi, guys. Um, I've seen you in chat anyway. You've kind of got a little command set up. So, yeah, you can find me on Twitch under my handle, which is Sparia. Um, on Twitter as well, which I've got under my actual name. That was a mistake. I, I, hmm. I'm not corrected, but I've got nothing to hide. Um, my surname is quite u- unique. So I've had to kind of block it on certain social media outlets. How do you say it? Cause My I surname? Wanna, yeah, because I want to say Goldspink. Yeah, or, so that's okay. it, yeah, Goldspink. Okay, so it, it's not like break it up, Gold's pink. It's Goldspink. Got it. Yeah, yeah, Because when I was reading it, my mind was kind of going two ways about everything. Ladies and <laughs> gentlemen, I'm a Gemini. This happens all the time. <laughs> I don't like to, I don't like to make things easy with me either online name or my real life name. Yeah. And the guy's super fucking friendly. Today was my first day meeting him. Even in the stream he's like, "Hey, how's it going?" and I was like, "Oh, kind of getting ready for tonight's dinner because I'm making dinner for my girlfriend cuz she's turning 30." Happy birthday, 30 baby. Club. I turned 30 last year and she was very gracious about me turning 30, so I She'll do the same. Damn it. <laughs> I kind of like being an ass, so I'm like, no. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, not today. Don't get any, don't get any, uh, don't get any easier. I, I turned 13 and I woke up, my back was gone. Saw back and it's, it's all downhill from here. Dude, that was me at 25. I've started using the cane <laughs> years ago. So I'm, I'm ahead of the curve. I'm doing good. <laughs> See, without the beard, I, I look really baby-faced, and a lot of people used to think I was 24. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm 24. I never correct them. Are you 24? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, That's fine. here's the thing. I look I, older with without the beard because you can see every line in my fucking face. I, I do remember you doing that, Spar, when, when, um, before you had your beard. I do remember you being in your in your channel about, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, 24, I'll take that. <sighs> oh, dear God. Oh. Uh, but yeah, you know, tell people about your channel. Anything you got coming up? Any secrets and surprises that you feel fine with sharing them? Um, so we, I have got a, I've got a story. Um, we want about a funny story. Um, earlier in the stream mm-hmm. that you want people to share. So I'll share one. It's a dating experience. Uh, so I'll share that in a moment. It's hilarious. It wasn't at the time, but it is now. <laughs> uh, funny how that works. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I suppose um, some of the events that are coming up is I, I start I, on every Friday evening now I do a uh, Fright Night Friday, 
Mm-hmm. Um, as you've seen me when I played Alien Isolation, um, just to change it up, because uh, I think I burn myself out with competitive quite often. Um, that's it, Pete says. <laughs> yes, the mirror. Um, so I think competitive gaming burns you out quite easily, and, and sometimes I can, I find that I have a deep hatred for a game that I once loved. And I think when, when you go into something like this, you, you should never be made to feel that way. So mm-hmm. it's always healthy to break it up. Um, then, hence why Friday Night Fridays were born. So mm-hmm. in Friday Night Fridays, we'll I take requests in terms of certain kind of horror or psychological horror games you want me to play and be absolutely rubbish at or terrified at, and then I'll play it through kind of start to finish. Maybe not in one stream, uh, but we'll try. So so far we've done um, Alien Isolation. Mm-hmm. I completed Paranormal Activity uh, yesterday and started Outlast. I've never played Outlast before. Um, oh, I've heard that's really good. You're just armed it, with the camera. It's is, it is really good. Uh, a lot of jump scares out of it. Um, and we'll be continuing that probably next Friday. Uh, so that's an event I've got every Friday. If you love your holiday games or I've got any ones you want to recommend to me, please let me know. There is a Steam sale on, so any recommendations are probably better on now when I can afford them before they jump back up to full price. Right. Um, uh, oh, trust me. Once we get off on here, I've got a list of crap to throw your way as first suggestions. And I'm the type of a-hole that was like, no, 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 don't buy that game. Buy the bundle. <laughs> to where you get like five games for 11 bucks. So that's why I love Humble Bundle so much. Exactly, but right? It's, it's very hit and miss, though, I think, Humble Bundle. is very hit and miss. Yeah, but like uh, one of the things I got from Humble Bundle recently was actually for this show, and it was a Humble Book Bundle. Whereas uh, okay. the um, the game for, dev, yeah, it was like for, no, it wasn't even a game dev. It was just like because it wasn't even talking about coding. It was like video game history. History, that's what it was. I knew it was one of them, but it was like but I, I do remember you sharing it with me with the yeah. Nintendo. Yeah, it was like eighteen bucks for fifteen bucks. So yeah, humble bundles, so nice with that. Yeah, it's definitely worth keeping an eye on anyway. Mm-hmm. That and Chrono.gg. You ever heard of that? No. Okay. I've heard of it. But... Basically, every day is a flash sale. Every uh, Pacific nine a.m. Pacific Standard Time, a new sale starts. The old sale, the old sale ends, and you can actually get free games by clicking on the little coin, like signing in, clicking on the coin, that's next to the buy button, and you gain, uh, gain coins and. You can spend these coins on games that they're like, yeah, we bought a bunch of these codes. We didn't sell enough, so we're selling it through the coin shop. These are not refundable sort of things. Okay. But, you know, I've... There's been some crap on there, and there's been some really good stuff on there. You know, and when I say crap, I mean... They'll do everything from casual games, which are not me at all to oh there's this really it's a little bit older but it's like like say if they made it like Atlas 3 Outlast 2 would come up on that thing in the next month like guaranteed okay but it's definitely worth I think it's one of those that's uh, worth checking out um, especially if you're on a tight budget but you do enjoy gaming um, things like that Humble Bundle definitely things you should visit 
because um, you're going to drop on some gems. I think there's going to be a lot where you think, mm, yeah. but then there's going to be the odd day where you think, actually, that's 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 a really good bargain. I've been wanting this game for a while. Finally, I can get it at a price I can afford. That and it's nice that some of the money does go to charity. Oh that, yeah, well, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. That, 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 I mean, didn't you just? I, I forgot to advertise it on the show when when we had it, but you did run a charity event. I did in the last month, right? Yeah, I did it for uh, McMillan. Uh, which is gives support to families who've been affected by cancer. Um, I've received I've received support from McMillan in the past. When my mother passed away three years ago, um, mm. absolutely amazing charity. Uh, it couldn't do enough. So, um, so do they help with just people who've lost like lost someone with cancer, or like help people, or help the person who's dealing with it and the families as well? Um. All of it. They'll, they'll they'll help you if you if you've lost someone due to cancer. They'll help your family go through it. If someone in your family is suffering with cancer currently, mm-hmm. um, it's a really diverse charity. Um, and they do something called Game Heroes, mm-hmm. uh, where you do a twenty four hour stream, um, and obviously the money you generate goes directly to the charity. Uh, I managed to raise um, three hundred, sorry, not uh, seven hundred and thirty pounds, plus an you. additional. 350 so just over a thousand pounds good on you i can barely scratch a hundred with extra life so i uh, uh, don't know if you know about them extra life extra yeah. life basically same concept except for the money goes to children's miracle network hospitals okay um you get to pick the hospital so I'll always pick the one that is literally 10 miles down the road from where i'm sitting at right now yeah, they usually run their event in late October, early November. Uh, usually the first Saturday in October. First, okay, early October. Okay. Or no, the first Saturday in November or the last November. Saturday in October, whichever's closest to um the girl's birthday that it's in a memory of. Okay. Because it's like a lot of good charities were started as an in memoriam thing. So, that being said. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been Ziploc Bob, and I've been joined with these two wonderful streamers, such as Spira here, who just got through telling you all of his details, and Zez, who you can find at twitch.tv Zez, and Twitter, twitter.com slash Zez. You can find me here, of course, twitch.tv, yeah, wow, I about said twitch.tv the Zez, I had to catch myself. <laughs> I got in a rhythm. Yes. Follow Bob at my channel. Absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> now just, just give him the follows. Fuck it, right? That being said, um, you can follow me at twitch.tv. Bob. I'm rarely on Twitter. Bob. Best way to find me is on Discord. Congratulations, Dark Hole Sun. Also, this will be aired to on YouTube two weeks after its initial air date, which is uh, what's two Friday, not next Friday, but the Friday after it says. Uh, the 6th. So, July the 6th, this will be live on YouTube and all its edited glory at BattleRocketGaming.com Stacy and the um and the Final right. Fantasy Double Parters right. this week, right? Yeah, this coming Friday. Uh, this yesterday was the BRG one well, over E3. But long story short, if you go to bottlegaming.com, you can find the YouTube link there. 
as well as link to the Discord over there, where we're currently doing giveaways. And right now, there is a huge giveaway that I am not eligible for because I'm one helping running it, where we're giving 12 games to one lucky contestant. Whoever brings in the most people likes her to the server. Whoever brings in, whoever you get a ticket for each person you bring in. It's not based on who does the most. It's going to be just a weighted rifle system. So be sure to check that out. 